Hi everyone, welcome. My name's Michelle Gavity Corns of Paternal Being. Um, we're doing our podcast today with Ryan. Um, let me introduce and welcome my friend Ryan Ballett. So Ryan, you're here this morning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm 35, I'm from Cornwall, Leicester. I'm a personal trainer and a professional bare knuckle boxer. How long have we known each other, Ryan? I've known Michelle now since I was in the military. I was on a certain selection course, which we won't go into too much about, but um, she was trying to help me get through that with um, some of the health problems that I was suffering with at the time. Uh, I was kind of kind of kidding myself a little bit. <laughs> Michelle was trying to help me, trying to advise me, but me being me just didn't listen and cracked on to the point where I was then diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and had to was subsequently medically discharged from the, from the Marine, so... That's why we first met then. Yeah, and it was how many years ago? 2011. Long time ago, a long time. So me and Ryan have known each other for a really long time. Mm. Um, I work with Ryan still from this day on. <laughs> um, and Ryan works with me and he's my PT. Yeah. Puts me through my killings, don't you, Ryan? That's it. <laughs> and Beer as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ryan, let's talk about the Marines, because, you yeah. know, that was a massive part of your life. Yeah. And it still is now. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, I... I wanted to join the Marines ever since I was a young boy. And uh, it was just like, I used to watch films like, not like Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger and think out like that was like a normal person, that's what anyone could do. So I just had always had like big belief, even if I had little, little or no ability. And at some point, both catch up, and that's what happened with the Marines. So, like, during when I was 16, it took me four years to get to the end of training because of injuries and things and being immature. And then I had, a, I had a, like a, a mishap happen, which leads to me being discharged. Then I played professional rugby from that point then for another six years, which I had to do without any reoccurring problems again. It was the rugby team that you were playing I played for, right? for Nottingham. Yeah. Um, rugby Lions, played for Northampton Saints. Played for, like, I probably had 150 National League games. Wow. So I played and had a lot of experience as a professional rugby player. And then as soon as my time had been spent where I could rejoin the Marines, I rejoined. I was boxing at this point as well. So I started boxing with Neil Linford. Uh, probably 35 fights in that time. That weekend before I went to the Marines, I boxed and lost in the national Czech national fight, uh, national Midland finals by one point after being 13-1 down. And I ended up losing 14-13. Um, I went with all black eyes and all smashed up face to the pre pre selection thing, which I'd done no no training for specifically at all, and turned up and got the highest pass rate that I'd had that year. So joined the Marines in two weeks after that. Went through the training in thirty two weeks, passed out as an original, and got a diamond, which is um, for like future leaders sort of thing. Wow. So when you pack when you finish training, so that was. Do they give you that afterwards? No, no, that's an award you get for okay. at the end of training. Yeah. So you. Um, so basically, you gain seniority when you go to your commando unit from that. Yeah. So as someone who's potentially going to promote faster than their peers. Okay. Yeah. Colitis. Let's talk about the colitis. That's it. Well, colitis was present in training. I didn't tell anybody. No, you kept going. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. Else. <laughs> I, te I text Michelle or whatever and asked what I could do to get through whatever was going on. So when I got through training, then I got passed out and went straight on operations and things and exercises and um, so it was where somewhere I think where was where I can't remember where it was somewhere in the Middle East and there's like as you do like, yeah. just a normal thing I'm just yeah. in the middle of the Middle Pyramid, East like passing blood when I went yeah. toilet all the time. 
Um, came back, went to see Michelle, did like a, however whatever she advised me to do, and went on to went on to like a selection course, which was quite arduous in nature. Um, subsequently failed that. Um, on one of the physical aspects, which would be something I'd normally be all over. Um, it's quite quite controversially. I was passing all the things I didn't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> Failing the physical things, it should have been easier. But uh, yeah, that it was slowed like, you down. That's that what was it, it did, right? That was it. No, I got to a point on it where I just thought, if I go back up and over that hill again, yeah. I don't know if I'll get down the bottom. So I stopped, which I've never ever done in my life mm. ever before. I've never said that's it. I had to that day. That's when I knew my career was okay. over. Okay, yeah, I want to interrupt you there because your mental stability okay and determination and motivation and drive is at a very unusual level okay normal the normal person wouldn't even be able to reach any of those things mm. that you've done so when you say i could not get over yeah. that that's because you knew you're going to be dead no i thought yeah if i go i'd already been over once and yeah. back and then we get to the car park and they say to you oh we gotta go again yeah, so I know in my head it's not as far as it's going to, they're going to be, but I also yeah. thinking if it is, I ain't going to get back down off that yeah. hill. So I had to turn it in. And I knew there and then that was it then for the military really. And then I got put into Hazard Company, which is a rehab um, rehab like facility where I retrained to be a personal trainer. And then when I was when I came out then, I had two surgeries. So one that I should have died with, with sepsis. Um, and then shortly after that, another one, which I should have died with again, with morphine overdose. I went into respiratory arrest, which they say for, is documented for 21 minutes. So I'm not brain dead or close to brain dead. You decide at the end of this whether I am or not. <laughs> like, I don't, don't, know how, don't know how that's happened either. But then from there... Sometimes question it, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, but from there on in, all I've done is, I, I didn't tell anyone I wanted to fight again or even box again. Started boxing training, started training clients with a, with a view to I wanted to get into bare knuckle because I just think it's. I just explain explain what bare knuckle is because a lot of people out yeah. there, and I know this after you know speaking to my clients and people that I know, don't actually know what bare knuckle fist fight, and they think it's yeah. something that is not a jit. No, you know, no, no. It's so, against the law. So there's only one professional bare knuckle fighting company in the, in the, on. In the world, which is BKB trade TM, BKB trademark, which I'm now part of, so it's a leading organisation in the world. Um, it's all sanctioned, all totally legal, fully professional. So you've got ex-professional world champions. So one of my friends, Nathan De Castro, he's an ex-professional world champion who fights fights on fights in the in the production. So it's the same rules as boxing, just with no gloves on. So it's just a bit more entertaining. And I, I think there's no, there's nothing more entertaining, no more entertaining sport than it. And uh, you get a very different breed of people doing that sport. Where most people could box if they wanted. Not many people can do professional bare knuckle boxing. And the level of fitness that requires yeah. for it. I mean, you've what you did in the first lockdown. We're talking in yeah. and like March last yeah. year. You you got the idea. You, yeah. you went with the idea. And going back to Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. you know, we're both massive, <laughs> massive fans. Who I'm going to see in in October time, which I'm very excited about. But um, yeah, you know, Arnold's in your in your head and is telling you yeah. you can do it. <laughs> well, I, st I started training in March. Yeah, I think I was going to be fighting in September, and the show in September got pulled. 
So I carried on training all the way to November the 27th when I made my debut against Matthew Hudson. So he was like rank number two um, in, the, in the country at the time. So I'd fully trained 44 weeks for um, for, the, for this. For but this even fight. before that, you know what? Was, you had to you thinking, had to get on to being on BKB yeah. for them to actually trust yeah. you and. You just went out there, Ryan, and that's how we we basically got in contact mm. with each other again because I I was seeing your stuff on Instagram mm. and on Facebook and I was like, that's Ryan. <laughs> like, I've not I've yeah. not seen him in, I didn't in several it, years. I didn't, didn't realise it was you until I actually met him. <laughs> and I arranged some PT uh, lessons with Ryan, and Ryan didn't recognise me, which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> Until we got there and spoke to her, I was yeah, like, yeah. And then you you talked about BKB with mm. me, and 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 they, you just didn't let it go. No, Jim Jim Freeman, who's the owner, um, Jim Freeman Dove, one of the owners. Um, I just kept messaging him all the time, and it was just he must get thousands of messages from yeah. idiots all over the world wanting to fight on the show. So then I started sending him training videos like daily, and we like I was getting up running at four in the morning. Training in the afternoons, like training three times a day during lockdown. Uh, and one day I sent him 16 videos and he was like, right, stop sending me videos, we'll sign you. Um, but it kind of on the on premise that this is the sort of company where you fight anyone we say. Like, you just not like, we don't want amateurs who try and pick and choose. I said, look, that's exactly what I am. Basically, you know, he would be all these different films and stuff coming through to him. Yeah. And then you sent those 16 films sent to him. Sent 16 videos in one day. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people would be, are not real, you know? They're, yeah, yeah. they're not genuine. Yeah. They might be taking a small video clip and doing a bit of punching where Ryan, do, Ryan's yeah. a real McCoy. You know, you can't get any more real than Ryan. And that's why we love him so much. And, you know, where you're going to be, I had to kind of Ryan. prove that to, to the promotion, though. Like, when they initially signed me, I didn't even tell anyone I had to cross me back. So I thought they wouldn't let me fight. So yeah. after the first fight, after the first fight, I wasn't quite convincing me. Um, I sat in the interview and said, oh, I'm the first person to ever do professional bare knuckle boxing with a cross me back. And everyone was like, hey. I was like, yeah, I've got a cross me back. So... And then I did so well in the first fight. My second fight was for the British title, which unfortunately I came up a bit short on. I fought Anthony Holmes, who's a top, top level operator. And hopefully I'll get another go at him at some point. You will. But um, <laughs> Anthony will go on to win world honours in the sport. And that's where I'm wanting to be. So we had to face each other to be the best. You've got to be the best. So he's beat me once. I'm going to get another go at him at some point, I imagine, if you don't retire. And uh, we'll see where we go from there. But my goals in, in BKB is to be firstly a British champion. And I honestly believe with my work ethic and my mindset that I can be a world champion in the sport. And, that's, and I won't stop until that's happened. Exactly. And it's repetition, 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 yeah. working, driving. You know, yeah. as we came in the car this morning, didn't we, while we yeah. were talking about it? And yeah. your mindset, I love it. You know, it, it just absorbs out of you to make everybody else be so positive yeah. and driven forward and that's why i wanted ryan as my pt because you know i trust him he knows how to put my switch on when i'm going into my my doubt mode it's like get that emotion out and then psycho comes out and what do you call me sarah connor sarah connor, sarah connor off, 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 terminator. off the terminator um but, but you know you were up at three o'clock this morning. Yeah, three o'clock this morning. So I've got a new strength and conditioning coach who I met through, I was recommended to go on a podcast. I did a podcast with him, Pete Wakefield. He's a firefighter, personal trainer. 
yeah, and a massive inspirational guy. And um, so I spoke to him, like I say, he's an active fireman. He came off a 12 hour night shift tonight, which he's took leave to have enough time to come and train me. So I have to be there at 4 a.m. So I had to get up at three, drive there, train. He back, back, me, back killed me, drove back, got a couple of clients in the gym and then come here to do this. But that's exactly what I'm looking for now, people to push me to my absolute limits. And that's what Pete does. He makes, makes me have these like vile ice bags. And so he's got a, so he's got a fridge a fridge freezer laid down with water in it. It's like zero point zero point eight degrees, and I'm up to what one minute fifteen seconds in there now. Oh. So he wants me to do three minutes. So you can do three minutes. Yeah. So that's what that's what is like another thing with like in my last fight I got put down. It's never which has never happened to me before ever, and. Um, it's another thing about controlling your breathing, controlling your emotion that I'm trying to do. That's what you do with yeah. me. Breathing, Ryan. You, you know that I do breath work and you yeah. send people to do breath work with me. Yeah. But when it comes to me being in the gym, you've mm. helped me to control that frustration, that yeah. anger, all the stuff that I need to get to have that belief to mm. drive through that force. Yeah. And it's on a completely different level. And that's what you do 24-7. Yeah. Well, I had a problem. I had a problem with it when I was in Marines. When I, I used yeah. to really struggle with speed marches, which is like a pace, forced pace, and I'd start hyperventilating. Yeah, and I was fit enough to do it, but in my head, I'd get to a certain point and then just get emotional, and then I couldn't carry yeah. on. And like my my mum and dad and everything didn't. When I went to go back, didn't really worried that say I went on operations that mm. would happen. So it was something that I've really worked on loads, and obviously still am now with uh, with Pete, with mobile coaches. Um, like I'm quite an emotional person, and so it's about having that that where I go into a phase where I don't That's show. That's the first where, time you've ever said where, that. Where I don't wow. show, where I don't show any emotion. <laughs> so if you see me when I box, there's no emotion at all, because I have to remove that from there. If you used to see me in the Marines working, there would be no emotion. So I can now pick and choose what emotional state I'm in. You just don't come on now, just it. admitting that. I control it better. You know, so that's why I trust you more than anything in this world that you understand that when you're working with clients and yeah. you can see that you can see that switch that comes down that mm. that where the emotion it just comes out of nowhere yeah. it's not that you can't do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's that you can do yeah. it but you you have this and, doubt yeah and then it, then, and it, then, it, makes, then it makes the emotion more because you oh, think God, I, know, yeah. I know i can do it what's yeah. going on and then you just want to burst into tears <laughs> yeah. it's no, horrible that's what used to happen i used to end up crying yeah. running with all twenty-two pound yeah. and a ten pound rifle on, at a speed I couldn't go at, and just be like gasping for air and end, yeah. up, end up collapsing. And I, I just think like, oh god, I can't cope with this. And people collapsed on a speed march, pathetic. And then I, when I went away, all that time that I seen as a negative from being not not being allowed to means ruining it myself. I used it as time to put myself in those stressful scenarios and not not get not get to that emotional point where I can't breathe or I can't carry on what I'm doing to the point where now I'm not, now if I'm, if I'm in that kind of frame of mind I don't really get too bothered about many things now I mean like if you like if you watch my fight BKB one of the one of the, one of the uh, commentators calls me man with one face because I don't because I didn't even smile in the interview or anything after because I'm just emotionally shut off it's when you Explain what the emotional shut shut down. So when, is. when I'm set, when I'm talking about that, with boxing with me, because yeah. I played played a bit at such a high level, I was very aggressive to get to that level. Yeah. If I imply that aggression, without the thought behind it, that I yeah. need to be in a non-emotional state. If I get emotional, I become spiteful. 
we get emotional, we'll come over aggressive and I want to yeah. like, and there's no place for that in the boxing yeah. room. And that has lost me more fights since won me. So I now think operating at this level, I can't allow emotion to come into it. I've got to be in there, I've got to be boxing, trying to just land shots, not trying to hurt people, just to land the shots, win the fight. If, How if do you not switch? Because like, I find it fascinating, Ryan. It's, you know? it's, it has to be drilled in repetition yeah. with my coach, like with Rendell Monroe. Yeah. There's been loads of other. Rendell Monroe is like a former world number one from Leicester, the boxing bin man. Yeah, he's done massive, massive things with me in one year's time. Like where it gets me where I can be doing things in the gym and I feel like great. And then we went sparring. Spot like an absolute idiot. Come back all my nose all different shape and everything. And then we get back in the gym and work on it again. And Rendell wasn't with me at the last fight. And I didn't warm up in the right way. I didn't do things in the behind the scenes in the right way. So I have to fully everything I'm doing in that day, like start start with a win. Can continue yeah. with the wins all over the day. Continue with the same mindset in every scenario. Not go to the way and then get annoyed because someone's like this, whereas I went the way and I don't care what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like last time, no care for anyone else, no care for anything else, get a big slab up, go home. Like that's how I need to be. So it's just rehearsal? Yeah, just re rehearsing it, keeping myself at that one level of yeah. emotion the whole time. Like even after in the interview, they were like, oh, you don't even look, don't even look like bothered. I said, I expected to win. Yeah. I came here, I've done the work to win. You didn't I, even look tired. No, I've done the work to win. I expected to win. I have just won. Yeah, same in the second one. I lost, but I was just like, yeah, Sam, I've lost. You, and you keep you keep analysing and the way going forward to keep yeah. pushing through those boundaries to make you better and better and better. And and that is where you know sometimes people take for granted their own fitness and their ability and get lazy. But that's that's the thing. Just... This loss is I would, I waited. I got a couple of pokes in the eye, a few things like that that Michelle sorted me out with as well. <laughs> and then I straight onto the phone to Pete. I think I started one week after the loss with Pete. I've been with him, this is my second week now. Yeah. And um, I thought to myself, I'm fit anyway, because that's how I got to the end. But I want to be fitter, I want to be stronger. I want to be getting pushed in the gym. So I'm in that emotional state. I, like yeah. today, I said to him today, when I got put down, that is how I thought, how I felt after that was how I felt for the whole session today. So if I'm learning to deal with that now, uh, 11, 12 weeks away from my fight, there's not going to be anyone who's going to be able to upset me when I get in there. Mm. So I'm trying to kind of cause maximum upset now. <laughs> so when I get in there, nothing that happens is going to bother me. Yeah. No, I, I, you know what? I totally, totally get everything you're saying. And the fact, you know, today, mm. after all the years I've known you, <laughs> to come out with the emotional statement yeah. blew me out the water because I've always known that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's why we connected was because you can see that in people mm. and being able to understand breath work and mm. the emotional well-being and the drive and the motivation you can break through anything yeah. and dreams and goals and ambitions can be in anybody's hands reach but it's down to hard work and grafting yeah. um so bkb now yeah. your future with bkb yeah. what's happening in the next couple of months right so the next couple of months is another um there's another show uh, i've already spoken to jim that they're going to get me matched on there. So I'm going to be fighting again in, I think it's 13 weeks, July the 3rd at the O2 in London. So it's going to be the first full capacity crowd. Very excited. First full capacity crowd I fought in front of. I've normally fought boxed, either in pub car parks <laughs> or uh, nightclubs or uh, working man's clubs in like, hardly any crowds at amateur shows and things like that. So it's going to be my first one in there as a 
professional with a full crowd. So that's another thing that like, the training with Pete, the training with Rendell is going to help. Yeah, the, to me on the day there won't be a crowd there. You know what I mean? It's just going to be the same as the other two. Going to get another spectacular win and that, and then hopefully I'm back in title contention again. So and put put right what went wrong in the last one. So Ryan, sponsors. Who do you want to say thank you to? Yeah, so I've got a few people I want to thank. Thank uh, want to thank yourself, Eternal Being and Boo, Impact CBD, um, Sean uh, Grey Goose and Gil Morton. He's my food sponsor. Uh, Clack off clothing, they do all my clothing lot. Baseball cap. Yeah, that's it. Um, the Outlaws Motorcycle Club, they've uh, supported me massively. Harps Dillon of Dillon Security, yeah, he's another one of my main sponsors, so just want to thank all of them for their support. Also, I want to just go back to the clothes, yeah. okay, um, and their reasons of the clothes that they do because they're ex military. Yeah, that's it. No, no, well. he's still a serving member of, okay. member of the Armed Forces and uh, he's set up this clothing company. And uh, as soon as you seen, we went through training together. As soon as you seen that I was doing this, he uh, supported me straight away from the start. So, massive thank you to big thank you. Massive thank you to Bennett Clackoff Clothing. So let's talk about colitis and yeah. PT personal training. Yeah. So you you train people as well yeah. as you know you walk from crack of dawn till late yeah. in the evening, sometimes nine ten o'clock at night. Go sleep for a few hours, then you're up, mm. and then you're training. Yeah. Now, a lot of people don't understand what colitis is. So, mm. do you want to just explain what colitis yeah. means for you and so, your symptoms? So, so basically, I had to have my 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 bar removed. You know, well, I did have to. I had to have a colostomy bag, and I elected to have a colostomy bag externally because I still had like a delusion idea that I was going to box again. So, well. I was told it was delusional at the time. So I had that done. Rather than having it in, internal, if you have it internal, someone punch you in the stomach, you will potentially die. So I had it done externally. And then I had to deal with all the personal issues about that myself. And like my dad helped me with that. My dad was kind of like, Ryan, if if that defines you, then you ain't who you've said you are your whole life. And that that kind of that kind of hit me hard. So I just thought, what I want to now do is show people what you people can do with this condition. So that's what I started doing. Um, I retrained to be a personal trainer. I retrained in loads of other different conditions. So I'm actually a level four personal trainer. So yeah, I thought I'm someone with a, a, like a health debilitating disease. I want to be able to help other people who are the same. So that's what I'm trying to do with PT. Um, so you know, when it comes to like the nitty gritty, the things that you know most people yeah. would not understand or get, you know, the, the hidden secrets of colitis, you know, yeah. when you're with a client and you need to, you know, go to toilet yeah. or empty your colostrum bag, yeah. this this might be quite graphic, but I just yeah. want you to be honest about it because, you know, that's what I do yeah, for a living, yeah, yeah. you know, and they're all the two boost subjects when they don't need to be yeah. at all. But it's, it's normal. The only problem, the only problems you get with it is what you would find most people won't be able to cope with yeah so like before i had a before i, had a, before I was with my current girlfriend I like it was a big problem that i had to get up in the night for a yeah. big problem that i've been with before big problem that i would leave a mess in the toilet or whatever yeah. don't get me wrong it's that's still a problem now but this and these things can happen and it's not like a it's not anything anyone who's bothered about it that's not something you're going to be bothered about it's going to say it's called clean up yeah so certain things it can be embarrassing but not really not really, you know what I mean? It's how it's how you manage it. Yeah. And how you how you think of think of yourself. I think of myself the same with a 
bag of shit on me at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most people are full of yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. That's, the, that's the truth. Yeah. That's why people come to see me in the first place. Yeah. I don't realise that is the actual case. And, and I, I think now it's made me such so much stronger, so much, stronger, so much mentally, like because it was a real issue for me. Like I lost my whole identity as being a fighter, being a war marine. Everything yeah. that I all did, everything that I thought gave me my life value was gone. And I struggled with that for a long period. And uh, did all loads of things I shouldn't have done in that period of time. But I've managed, I managed to put get my head out of my ass and refocus and start. And I've started something now that won't stop. Because you were tr you're no different to the person that was like 20 odd years ago, but the difference is, is you have the belief and the drive. Yeah, that was what it was. I lost, I lost any kind of ambition or yeah. hope or, uh, or belief. Yeah. And I got that back. Like my current girlfriend, Lucy, she's, she's been instrumental in that. You know, so that's really important. Love is everything, absolutely everything. Mm. And you know, you, you know it is why. And like I said to you when I first started sponsoring you, you're like, but why show? And I went, because I believe in you, Ryan. Yeah. And, and having people around you, your energy and your vibrations around you that believe in you, but honestly can be honest with you as well. Yeah. Sometimes you... Oh no, she does. Lucy's, Lucy's, Lucy, Lucy's not scared of letting me know when I'm being, a, being an idiot. And that's the, that's the best thing really. We're both honest with each other, brutally sometimes. And all we do is have a laugh and support each other for absolutely everything. So it's the happiest and most content I've ever been in my life and it's down to her. That's good, really, really. I'm, I'm just, you know, future is so, so, so bright for you, you Ryan, and mm. I'm so excited for people out there to see the fight at O2. Yeah. Um, hopefully to be there as well yeah. to get tickets. Um, if people want to get tickets yeah. to go forward, how do they go about that? Ryan? So I will get an online link. Um, so, so if you want to get a ticket and support me, you're from from using my link that'll be accredited to me if you just want to get if you've got other people you want to support or just want to come and watch the show then you can contact bkb or jim freeman and use the use the uh, the links there the other links ryan thank you so much for today yeah okay and thank you. i look forward to bringing ryan back again after we've had the fight in july and um, to review of how we've gone forward and what the next goals and stuff are going to be. Wicked, thank you very much. Thanks everybody.